0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ask the CEO with Avraham Gatile. Today I'd like to introduce a very special guest. He's the Director of Strategic Alliances at Foxit Software, a company that helps insurance companies create efficient documents while reducing costs via industry-leading enterprise scale document conversion and compression technology. It is my pleasure to welcome Kai Villa. Welcome, Kai. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure having you. Kai, when I think about insurance companies and documents, the image that comes to mind is rows and rows of file cabinets with lots of paper folders and paper documents. And with a picture like this, you can only imagine what it takes to file and process an insurance claim. You know, while this might have worked well in the past, nowadays we're generating data at an exponential level. So insurance companies really need to take a serious approach to their digital transformation strategy. And many of them are doing just that. On that note, what are the challenges that insurance companies struggle with when trying to go digital? You know, that's an
1: incredible a very complex question but you know what we find is is that most companies in the insurance space are somewhere along the way toward digital transformation and so what i mean by that is is that they absolutely still have those rows of file cabinets but at the same time they tend to have also already digitized millions of documents but the challenges are in a multitude, and so I'll break it up into a, a few buckets here. The the first challenge is lacking customer intelligence. And so the problem here is, is that when your documents are still on paper, or maybe you've scanned them, and so now you have image files, like TIFFs and JPEGs that are not searchable, then you really don't have access to the information in your documents. And so that means any kind of modern AI and analytics applications to really know your customer will be incomplete. And so that means that organizations are potentially in danger of thinking they know their customer when they really don't. And so to add to that, uh, often there are significant business efficiency impacts. And those are caused by the fact that organizations are not just receiving paper today But instead, they get emails and uploads from smartphones and and faxes and, you know, people scanning things on copy machines. And that all adds up to uh, a diversity of what we've been calling the the file format zoo of a million different formats of files that are uh, coming from all sorts of different places that cause the organization new pains Uh, Because their systems now need to be able to deal with all of these different file formats. And that tends to be a problem, especially because this is a creeping change, right? Ten years ago, it was almost all paper. Now, well over 50% of documents that come into an insurance company tend to be already digitized in some form. And so IT has to be able to deal with that. And often the existing systems are still sort of focused from the paper days. And so they fail. They have a lot of exceptions. And so IT tends to struggle with that. And in addition to that, you tend to have this problem that documents are created, shall we say, poorly. Somebody walks up to a copy machine and scans that 20-page file with their experience of scanning which means photography level experience more resolution is better and uh, more color is better and so you end up with a monster file over a hundred megabytes when it should be just one or two megabytes Uh, the same applies to in fact i just had this last week where uh, i was applying for a a refi on my home here and i needed to submit some documents to a portal and uh, well I only had the paper form. So I took my phone, I took a couple of photos, two pages, I combined that into a PDF file, and it was over over 10 megabytes in size to upload. So you might say, oh, who cares? So storage is cheap, right? It's Times 100,000
0: for a million customers.
1: Yes, and so, so what, what happens from a business efficiency perspective, though, is that, well... You've transitioned to cloud, you're using Azure, or your employees are remote, or maybe that claims processing team is offshore uh, to somewhere on the other side of the planet. And so every one of these large files, well, it's gonna take a few more seconds to open that file. So you might say, okay, so somebody waits five minutes, uh, five minutes, five seconds to open a file, and big deal. But you have to think about what is a claims processor or a new policyholder processor or even an invoice processor do all day long. They open files, hundreds of files. And so now you need to take those three to five seconds and multiply them times the hundreds, hundreds of documents. And so the next thing you know, let's say it's just 100 documents in three seconds. That's five minutes in a day. Okay, you might still say, big deal. But wait, how many claims processors and and other people do you have in the organization that are doing this? It tends to be hundreds of people. So now you take the five minutes and you multiply them times hundreds of people times 200 working days, and you've got thousands of hours of lost productivity. And uh, on top of that, you get into an issue with risk and liability. Because all these files that have come into the organization, if you just archive them in their original file format that means you have a multitude of new risks the first one is this, well are you sure that you can open these files 10 years from now you know th- think about those old file formats that are around word you know okay. multi mates you know some of these aren't antiquated file formats you've got them you're going to get them and how do you know that 10 years from now you can open those files or regulatory compliance requires that you be able to open every one of these documents. In addition to that, a lot of these file formats, you know, with the Office file formats, HTML, even PDF, allow for active code, macros, or JavaScript, in order to make the documents intelligence so that you can automatically update that stock ticker or, or other values in the document, which is cool, but horrific from an archiving perspective because if your document changes inside of your archive, again, you failed to comply. Aside from the fact that of course, JavaScript and macros is exactly what hackers use to introduce malware into uh, documents and that's not what you wanna see inside of your archive. And then the final risk point is a protection of PII. you think about insurance documents, they're loaded with personal identity information, social security numbers, birth dates, addresses all that stuff is all over these documents, and it's a hacker's dream. Yeah. And so how do you protect that information within your organization? Because you know there's only two types of insurance companies out there. One is the ones that have already been in the news that have been hacked, and the other one is the group that they just don't know that they've been hacked yet. And so so you add all this together, you've got a recipe for disaster. You've got poor customer satisfaction, low employee morale because you're don't know your customer. So your employees are embarrassing themselves in front of your customers and you're poor to response. Your response time is terrible because you keep having to wait to open your documents. Your margins tend to be terrible because you've got high exception handling costs. You've got high processing costs. You've got high IT costs because you need to actually support all these old file formats. And of course, you need to store all that stuff. And so that all translates to a setup for bad brand of your organizations, right? Because that customer satisfaction problem is gonna translate into bad customer reviews. Those compliance violations are gonna translate into regulatory fines and things in the news that you'd like to not see there. And ultimately, if you get hacked, and you're gonna get sued for that loss of the personal identity information.
0: And not to mention the fact that your competitors are doing it better. They're um, that, you know, they've adopted new technology, whereas you're still working with antiquated systems. So that makes for a very uneven playing field. It sure does. So what can businesses do to overcome some of these challenges?
1: You know, it's amazing that there's actually a relatively simple way to address the problem, but especially here in North America, it's largely ignored. And so, so let me walk back through the the, the, the categories that I touched. You know, first you had that problem with lacking intelligence uh, of your customers. So obviously, those files and those file cabinets you need to scan them in, right? That's a no brainer. But when you scan them in, and really any documents that enter your organization, don't just capture them, make sure that what you're capturing is searchable, because now you're ready for those AI and analytics applications to be able to do projects that give you that customer 360 or know your customer insight, so that you'll be smarter when you talk to your customers. And the efficiency aspect, is also fairly easily addressed by not keeping your documents in the original file formats. So don't just make them searchable, but make them searchable PDFs. PDF is ubiquitous around the globe today. So why not take advantage of that? Now, some of you might say, oh no, I can't do that because I need to keep the original file format for regulatory compliance reasons. And we would encourage you to double check those regulatory compliance Uh, rules because many of them in fact will give you the ability to make a rendition or a copy uh, for the same reason that you're able to scan a document in you're also able to convert the file format to pdf and so uh, but even if you feel that you must keep the original file then make a rendition make a copy that is a searchable pdf and use that as the primary document that the organization works with because that's the way to avoid those costly exceptions because PDFs will work with all of your systems. And then finally, those large files. How do you deal with those? Well, there's a great opportunity to compress them. The PDF file format has long had advanced document compression uh, support within it. Uh, which means you can take that existing color JPEG that came off my phone earlier, that 10 megs could be one meg if you were only able to use advanced document compression. So color documents will shrink often by 80% or more. Black and white documents uh, will shrink by 40 to 60% or something like that. So huge file size reduction. There's also an opportunity to web optimize these so they'll stream down to the remote users and so the user experience is going to be fantastically best, better, and that's going to give you back those thousands of hours of lost productivity. Now, from a compliance perspective, archive, well, the best way to archive documents is, once again, PDF. There's a PDF file format version called PDF slash A, and that A stands for archiving. It's meant for long term archiving so that you can be sure that those files will open even 100 years from now. So that solves the compatibility in the archive issue. And in fact, that conversion to PDFA does something else. It will strip out macros or any kind of uh, JavaScript code. So those, the active content issue with your files changing will disappear. And it will also, at the same time, strip out any kind of malware because there will be no more executable code within that file and the last thing we had was PII protection how do you deal with that you deal with that by leveraging redaction and redaction or anonymization is a great way to mark the areas that should not be exposed so instead of having the social security number, you have the word social security number or some, some replacement of it, and that ensures that the content, if the document got in the wrong hands, will not get you in trouble. So to summarize, you have a great opportunity to improve customer satisfaction because you know more about your customer. You're not going to embarrass yourself anymore, and your customer response will be improved. Of course, your margins will be better because you're processing faster, you've got fewer exceptions, and your IT costs, in fact, will be lower because you no longer have to support this multitude and zoo of file formats. And that means less risk to the organization because your compliance and PII protection is in place, and that ultimately is going to help to protect and ensure that you've got a good brand in the market.
0: Wow. I I just learned a lot. I'm going to check out that PDF slash a. So Kai, Foxit software recently launched a new offering on the Microsoft Azure marketplace called Foxit document transformation services. So tell us about it and how it addresses some of the challenges we just discussed.
1: Yeah, the, the document transformation services are really designed to help large enterprise process millions of documents to do the things that we've been talking about, right? Convert them to make them searchable, uh, highly compress them, uh, redact or anonymize content, and, of course, make them either PDFs or PDFA for long-term archiving. It's a highly scalable solution to handle that enterprise load. So we've had customers process more than a billion pages in a single year. And and that's really critical, especially in a space like the insurance market where you could overnight, where there's a, say there's a natural disaster or something like that. Overnight, you could have millions of claims that you need to be able to handle. And so the ability to be able to scale and handle that load is a, a critical component here. Uh, For the same reason, there's fault tolerance built into the product for high availability. Uh, And, of course, the connection with Azure is important because you want that unlimited availability of processing power underneath so that, A, you don't have to buy all these servers just in case, uh, but, B, you're ready when that disaster comes because, unfortunately, as an insurance company, that day will come, and so you need to be ready
0: for it. Absolutely. So how would a company use your solution with Azure?
1: You know, it's actually pretty in- easy to implement. The key ingredient, of course, the, is the is to connect our technology with the existing systems that the organization already has. That's available via a number of different API infer- interfaces such as RESTful Web Services or as simple as connecting via file folders. So the integration is pretty simple, and and we see three types of use cases that uh, organizations work with. Uh, The first one is migration projects, right? Insurance companies often have older systems that they're looking to shut down, and so they need to migrate terabytes and millions of files from one system to the next. And this is a great opportunity to not lift and shift the existing content, but be smarter about it by converting the documents to into searchable PDF and compressing them as an early step in that migration because it'll do something else. It'll speed the migration up dramatically because you might have half as much stuff that you're actually migrating. Uh, the second type of project is the existing system cleanup. So you've got a big documentum or file net repository. You've already got hundreds of millions, if not billions of files in it. A great opportunity to get in there and clean up the existing content, and therefore improve efficiency and reduce the risk and and everything that we've already been discussing. And the final use case is the day-forward processing activity, where now you've cleaned up your existing files, but what about tomorrow's file? Every day, you're getting thousands of additional files, and so you want to convert them and compress them and get them into the right way on day one as they enter the organization.
0: How can customers find out more about the Foxit Document Transformation Services and procure it through the Azure Marketplace?
1: Yeah, we've got a, a link right here for the uh, webinar. The Marketplace entry is easy to find. It's on bit.ly, so it's bit.ly forward slash the number two M-A-L-L-Q-S. Great place to find us and get initial information and, of course, to contact us.
0: Great, and I'll post that to the show notes so can, people can just click on it and pull it right up. Kai, how do people connect with you?
1: Uh, well, there's the opportunity to connect with us via our website, so that's foxitsoftware.com forward slash enterprise automation uh, or via LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash one million five. Or me personally, it's linkedin.com forward slash I-N forward slash K-A-I-W-I-L-L-E.
0: Wonderful. I'll also have that up in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Kai, do you have any parting words of wisdom that you'd like to share with the audience? I think this is just an absolutely incredible time to be in the
1: IT industry. We've got a combination of technologies becoming available all at once. You know, you start with limitless processing power through cloud environments like Azure, and that allows us to do things that you just couldn't consider doing before, such as run analytics on all your customer information, on billions of documents of information that you've already collected. You can study the market and really get insight into what your customers are up to and where the market is going. And you combine combine that with artificial intelligence that uh, allows you to do things that just truly delight your customers because you can be forward-thinking instead of just reacting to what's happening to the market.
0: And that's really what it's all about. Kai, thank you so much for sharing your time and your wisdom. I really enjoyed having you on the show. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here.